Hey everybody, this is Jody with Elliot Hills Wellness. We're going to talk today about nutrition labels, um, food labels. They're on all the packages. On my uh, website, www.elliothillswellness.com, I actually have this written out in case you need a printable form. Um, you could also find a printable form on Old Ways. Uh, they have this and also Mediterranean Diet Food Pyramid. Uh, a couple of other places to find ways to help you out are going to be myplate.gov and uh, USDA. Just type in food pyramid and it'll pull up the traditional food pyramid. Uh, one of the reasons I want to talk to you about food labels and how to read those is a lot of my new clients have no idea exactly what they're looking at. So I figured to start our healthy living journey that uh, I would teach you one of the most important things and that's how to read a um, nutrition label. A couple other things is some tools you're going to need in the kitchen to do this. You're going to need a kitchen scale that can help you weigh out meat and other things that are measured in ounces. You'll also need your um, measuring cups and spoons. And I would suggest blenders or food processor to help you make a little bit healthier food options. So with this food label, we're going to look at serving sizes, calories, sodium, fat, protein and carbs um, and what you need to kind of know about each of those and how they affect us. So serving size. If you have a nutrition label or a pack of food laying around, don't care how good or bad it is, go grab it so you can follow along. Serving size, if you look under where it says nutrition facts, you'll see the part where it says nutrition size. So in this particular label, the, um, the serving size says one cup. So that means that on this label, everything that's represented represents the availability of one serving or one cup. Um, under that, you're going to find servings per, con per container. This, uh, this particular label says 10. So in each box that I have of this, there are 10 one cup servings. So some people I know just dump in a box and away they go. And however much they have is how much they have. So sometimes you're overeating without even realizing you're eating, overeating, and um, even when you're eating healthy foods. So that's a lot of times where a problem starts for my clients. So let's, we'll go there. And that's where I send them first to look. Measure everything initially. Uh, and then once you kind of start getting an idea of what those measurements look like, you're able to self-assess a little bit more when you're filling your plate. Um, I still do occasionally pull out the teaspoons in the cups if I think I'm eating a little too much and I start measuring again just for a little while to check myself. After that, you're going to go down to calories. Um, a lot of people track calories, which is not a bad thing. Um, we should have on average around 2000 calories for a, for an average person, but calories can fluctuate. So, if you're an athlete, you may need to consume more calories. If you're uh, pregnant, nursing, um, certain disease processes need more calories, some need less, just depending on what's going on. Sometimes throughout the day, you're going to eat smaller meals to get your calories with certain disease processes. So know your body, know what your intake is, and before you get all scared and freaked out. Don't worry. I'm going to give you a few apps here at the end that you can help with this. Um, total fat. 
this includes the good fats, mono and polyunsaturated fats, but it also, the label's also going to include your saturated and trans fats, the ones you want to limit and stay away from. Trans fats you want to stay away from, so. Um, our body actually functions off of good fats. There are body processes that need to happen that can't happen without fat. So a zero fat diet is not good, just like a zero protein or a zero carb diet is not good. It's knowing how much to have of one thing because uh, our body runs off of macros, which is carbohydrate, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. So make sure you're getting your macros in to get all your vitamins in. Um, sodium, the average adult should get around 2,300 milligrams of sodium. Uh, if you're on a low salt diet, such as the DASH diet, or your doctors ask you to cut down on your salt, you're probably going to be in the range of 1,500 milligrams a day. So try for your fresh foods, not your packaged or fast foods. Um, I actually have a salt wasting disorder that I was born with. So on days I'm working out in the heat or it's very hot and humid and I'm out and about, I actually have to watch my salt intake and I may need to increase it. I go off whether um, my body's craving it or not. I, I know the science for my body fairly well. So I know when to actually increase my salt intake. So if you have something such as a salt wasting disorder, you might actually have to intake more salt than normal on certain days. So let's talk about carbs. They've taken a beating with diets lately. Um, carbs include your dietary fiber. They also include sugars. And when I say sugars, I mean processed sugars and natural sugars such as honey and molasses. Um, so watch that sugar intake. With your carbs, you want healthy carbs. You're going to want fruits, veggies, whole grains. Beans are actually a really good source. Uh, brown rices. So look for your good carbs and less of the refined packaged fast food sodas um, sugary drinks go for your more natural carbohydrates such as your fruits and um, grains that aren't as processed such as uh, whole grain pastas things such as that again carbohydrates are needed um they we're just we overconsume them on the sad diet, which is the nickname for the standard American diet. So kind of watch out for those and then make sure you're getting them from a healthy source and not just downing them in a can. Um, guilty myself on occasion. Sometimes I crave that soda and I'll have that soda, but I know I shouldn't. So just every once in a while a treat is nice. Just don't make it a daily habit. So here is a huge one, um, especially if you're working out, especially if your body's trying to repair itself and just in the general maintenance of our bodies. And that's protein. It's it's a powerhouse. It's why it's one of the macros. Uh, like anything, though, too much of a good thing is a bad thing. So get your daily intake. Um, watch how you're getting it. Make sure it's a varied source. Chicken, seafood. Uh, watch your watch your red meat products, your beef Make sure uh, it's organic where you can. I'm lucky enough that I have farmers around me or I raise my own. So I'm able to get fresh from the farm or fresh from the butcher. I have a tendency to not handle um, store-bought meats very well. The preservatives have a tendency to make me sick. So I try to get as much as I can fresh from the farmers. 
Um, last but definitely not least, the ingredients. The less ingredients, the better. Um, if you start, if you're picking something up and you don't recognize all the names for the ingredients, Google them. Uh, the U.S. only bans about 25 chemicals in our products. Uh, European unions ban over 2,000. So be very careful that you know what the scientific names on the back are. Most of us shop with our phones. If you don't know what something is, Google it, look it up. Uh, just just look for stuff that doesn't have very many ingredients, such as frozen vegetables and even some canned vegetables have a tendency to have less ingredients, such as water, salt, and the green beans, uh, for example. Um, just remember the higher up on the ingredient list, the, uh, the more the ingredient is there. So if salt is fairly high up on the list, there's a lot of salt. If there's a lot of sugar or modified food starch, um, there's going to be more of that than anything in that food. For people with allergies, make sure you know your allergy uh, word triggers. I'm allergic to nightshades, so potatoes, tomatoes, eggplants, peppers. I have a, have a sensitivity, so I have to watch out for those. You would think it would be fairly easy, but potatoes are found in most processed foods, such as modified food starch, uh, vegetable broth, things like that, so I really had to learn how to watch out for those foods, really read my ingredient labels. So this is a lot. I've already given you um, a few pages to go to to learn more about the food pyramids. Uh, again, the USDA, the FDA, myplate.gov, old ways. Um, make a shopping list before you go so that you kind of know what you want. Around here, some of the healthier options uh, to get good quality food is County Market, Marks My Store, B&D Groceries. Uh, Aldi's, um, Walmart does have a fairly decent selection of uh, vegetables. And I think, I know I'm forgetting a couple, uh, Lola's in Charleston, Illinois is a natural food store. Uh, the county market in Charleston has a huge um, natural food and health and wellness section. I, I actually love that one. So just make sure when you go out that you're picking fresh foods over a lot of processed box foods. I know it's a lot easier to grab the other ones. It's a lot easier to run to the restaurant. I totally understand that. Uh, just try to meal prep the best you can and um, buy as fresh as possible. This podcast was a little late this week because I got lost in the kitchen, food prepping and messing around with my herbs that I grow in my garden. So uh, for help with tracking, I strongly urge people to Download MyFitnessPal. There is a free version of the app where it can help you track calories, daily intake of what's on the food label, along with um, sugars and some other things they break down with vitamins and nutrients. And they also help you track those or macros. If you're getting your macros, you're getting your micros. So there's a tab on there where you can go across. It'll show you how much of your percentage, daily percentages, carbs, proteins, and fats. So it's really helpful. Uh, a lot of my clients start using it for a while and see where they're really going wrong and they're able to make their adjustments and have an outstanding um, change in body appearance and just daily foods, uh, daily intake. So check that out. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys 
next week and we will actually start breaking down the diets. I'll, um, I'll review keto, paleo, um, Dr. Alex Vasquez, paleo, Mediterranean, uh, modified diet and the Mediterranean diet. I'll also touch base on the DASH diet and a few of the more popular diets. Hopefully we can, uh, kind of narrow down what might work for you and you guys can research them there on your own. I will give you a few books that have helped me learn about these diets too next week. Everybody have a good rest of your week and a wonderful weekend. I'll see you next week.